this podcast. Might have bad words because my daddy says words like s, and other bad words too much. Listener description is advice. Welcome to the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads, where dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. We are your hosts. Go on. Joe. And I am John. This is our first episode, and today we're going to talk about our heroic origin story and also about how we just survived Christmas. (laughs) That sounds like a good start to me. Yep. I'm good. I'm on board. Awesome. So, uh, Galan, why don't you take us there, man? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> take us there take us off to never never land it's like an old metallica reference wow, well I'm you art. did you did name your daughter after james hetfield so. i did i know i, I call her james hetfield. hetfield wow i'm already off to a wonderful start this is great i I'm think totally a lot of people are gonna listen to this <laughs> i think so yeah. guys i can feel the two-star reviews rolling in <laughs> oh man this is great no yeah so it's uh with with christmas so um before we get to christmas though because I mean that is the meat of it, but we I think we should kind of establish our origin story first. Sure. Because you don't want to start Spider Man at the at the in the middle when he's flying through New York. You want to find out that Uncle Ben has died for the ten thousand. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, spoilers. Wait. Oh man, well, it's not like Uncle Batman's. Fa- it's not like Batman learning that Batman's parents are dead. Wait, what? You man, know, Joe still really hasn't watched you. any of the eighty like Spider Man movies. Oh, man. You guys. Joe. Oh man, you Poor guys, Joe. you guys suck. I know. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like finding out Darth Vader is uh, Obi Wan Kenobi's dad. All or right, something. that's it. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> but no, so it's uh, so yeah, so it's, it's essentially so. I guess we should talk about our like our kids and our situation. Sure. So I'll go first. So I have a, a daughter named Ellie that's four years old. Um, you know, lie to my life and all that the the dad stuff we're supposed to say. <laughs> you know, wow. lie to you're my just life like and everything. <laughs> glazing over. <laughs> it's glazing she's over cool. Like, she's whatever. She yeah. exists. You know, I mean, whatever. Best thing that ever happened to me. Okay, whatever. I well, feed her. My wife might have a problem with that. Like the best. No. <laughs> but no. So yeah. Like, but no, no. She's good. It's 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 amazing. Like the the honesty of a of of a kid that you know when she's like, oh hey daddy, you're really fat. <laughs> I was like, wow. Well, <laughs> let me teach you a little bit about honesty. Well. <laughs> and um, but no, it, it's it's uh it's been a real adventure over the four years. Um, and especially um like talking to Joe and just kind of bouncing ideas back and forth of where we are in our our journey as dads. Um. You know, not having any idea where I'm going. There's no manual, right? Um, and so, yeah, it's it's a it's a wonderful adventure that I have no idea what I'm doing. It's kind of a one day at a time thing, and realizing right. that I make mistakes about every other day, and uh, trying to learn from that and be the, I guess, the best dad I can. Yep. Wow, that sounds so generic. <laughs> but I, but I think the good thing about it is a lot of people can identify with that because yeah. I think sometimes you get people that are trying to be pretty braggy about this is the way I do it. This is what I do. I'm so awesome. Whether they mean to or not, it, I feel like a lot of times it comes off like that and then it can really discourage kind of your average parent. That's like, look, I'm surviving and I'm doing my best to kind of get through day to day. And sometimes I feel like there's not people out there that are kind of in the struggle with me. And so I think that's, what's really cool about this podcast. So I have a daughter, Sylvie, she is almost two. 
So she, right now she is one and a half and she is going on 20. She's trying to take over the world. <laughs> and, uh, but the thing about it is, is when we knew we were going to have a kid, I didn't know what to do. So I talked to Galan. He was the only person I knew that had a daughter and was recently gone through it and currently in the trenches. And I said, look, I don't really know what to do. And he's like, you kind of just got to do everything you can, do your homework and, you know, kind of be prepared for all of it to be wrong and just do your best. And when I was out there looking for other resources for dads, I didn't feel like there was a lot. There was a lot for parents, which was very helpful, but I didn't feel like there was anything very specific to dad and a lot of the things that dads go through during the pregnancy and during the parenting. There's just not too much out there that can really identify with, yes, I see you there. I see you there. This is how you can be a good partner. This is how you can be a good parent. This is how you can be a good helper during this stuff. And Galan was really that guy for me. And so I really wanted to get everybody together and just kind of be able to be that for somebody else. So that was my goal. And then I'm like, we should include John because I did a podcast with him before and he's great. So <laughs> yeah, we should just clear the air right up front and let everyone know I am not a dad. But you I, are you are Ellie's godfather. This is true. That's so true. you do have a connection. It doesn't right. really count though. It doesn't like I, I get to be the ignorant outside observer that just gets to ask ask all the stupid questions and hang out with these dads. And I do think, I think guys, if I could speak of the broader uh, uh, moral landscape of our nation, these of course. days, I, I feel like <laughs> one of the, one of the I biggest, can, pro- <laughs> douche, my, my douchey voice. NPR voice. Oh yeah. Hey, so world music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also there will be explicit language. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll throw something yeah, on the beginning. Yeah. We'll throw something on the beginning of it. Okay. So, so yeah, like, yeah, I, I just think like, <laughs> One of the things, I don't know, a lot of our society's problems today come from, in, in my opinion, sort of the dissolution of the nuclear family and not having a father that's that's present uh, in sure. a lot of households. Yeah. And so I think, to me, being a dad is a really important job, and I'm fascinated just to kind of go along with you guys on, on our podcast journey. Yeah, it's our podcast journey. Hmm. So yeah, we talk a lot about our podcast journey. Yeah, yeah. And we've never said that before. No, no, no not before today. <laughs> My voice just cracked. I just pulled an Anakin Skywalker. Um, yeah, we should also note you're 14. I am four year old daughter. Right. I started really early. Do, do the biblical math. early. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah. So essentially, when when Joe and I have been talking about it and, and bringing John into the conversation, as Joe mentioned, we. There, like I said, there's no manual for raising a kid, um, and it's and essentially, yeah, I think that you know, the, being the generations that we are, being Gen X and and millennials and stuff, there's there's a a, a pretty wide uh, widespread opinion of I don't want to be my parents, I don't want to do right. things when my parents did it, I want to do things my own way, and you know that that's kind of a resource. We want to put it out there and say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is not necessarily the best way to do it, but it's the way that's working for us. It's it's what right. I've discovered. Um, right to to be to, to work for me, and what's funny is as I as I look back through the uh, the four years that we've had Ellie, it's I, I look back and I'm like, well, I'm kind of doing things certain things the way that my parents did it, the 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 good things and some of the uh, the traps that they fell into, um, which I mean we'll, we'll get to in other episodes. I mean, there's a, a plethora of things to talk about, um, but it's like I, I I'm just hoping to that you know even just if one person is like, man, that that really helps uh, describe or helps me find the mindset of, of what I'm going through. Then it's, right. you know, mission accomplished. Hopefully more than one person does. Um, and in, in the way that even though we're, you know, we're friends and we're, we do things similarly, um, someone may look at it and say, well, what Joe does is, 
is better than what Galan does. And while the objectivity that John brings to it, you know, it's like he's questioning, you know, that's the same questions that I have even as a dad. And what I think is really helpful for me is to get other people's perspective on what they do. So I know there are a lot of ways that I wanted to parent. And then Sylvie came along and I went, none of these are going to work for her. I have to figure out, I have to fit my parenting style to match my kid. And it's not letting your kid rule the nest. It's saying, I'm not going to force my will on them. I'm going to understand how they are and be able to relate to them in the best possible way so we can work together. And I think when you realize like you're working together with your kid and like you're still the parent, but like you're wanting to be a team, like you're all on the same team, it's more effective than just saying, no, this is the way I'm going to parent and come hell or high water, it's going to be that way. That's what I've found has been most effective. That's advice you gave me and that's advice that other people have given me. It's just been like, you got to be prepared to throw it out. So I like having these conversations <laughs> with Galan, you know, having John ask these questions of like, why do you do it that way? And it's like, well, because of this or, um, you know, maybe I never even thought about that and there might be a different way out there. And I think that's, what's cool is for people to hear the different perspectives out there. Cause everything's different. I have no claim that I am the best parent in the world, but I'm just doing what I can to make it work. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't call you the best parent because you're, you're, <laughs> your one-and-a-half-year-old already has a couple of tattoos. <laughs> and I think John, what John, John's the... Other than that, you're pretty awesome. Just that one lapse in judgment. Well, you know, I, she really wanted the gingerbread tattoo, so I, I couldn't really... It was the holidays. <laughs> I didn't know it was permanent. You had the kid... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was one of those, like, ones that'll wash off with soap and water. Yeah. And then John can just use this as the ultimate form of birth control, just seeing right. the, the huge yeah. missteps we make. As made. I feel my my parts of my body shrivel as they talk about things. Oh, just the... Just up. Yeah, you <laughs> may mom. hear that audibly on the mic. Sounds <laughs> like, like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to go live by myself forever. Yeah. See you guys later. I'm like, well, but then you'll just sit with your money bags. Like that, right. that the, the sticker yeah. on the back of cars. It's like the guy, the, the, the two characters, the two adults, and then like a bag of money instead of a bunch of kids. Right. By the way, if you like those bumper stickers, good for you because they're not for me. Oh, you mean the kidnapper scorecards? Yes. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I call them. Oh, dude. my God. Yeah. That is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> she used to describe them dude i hate those things yeah. they're like so weird to me so yeah if you're out there and you have them that's great good for you i've never been a fan clearly john's not a fan yeah, <laughs> not, yeah we're just not big fans of them so if you're looking for your <laughs> detox merchandise uh you won't be able to get those just, yeah like, that, honey make sure you put a sticker on there for the little defenseless one <laughs> like, like okay it's like oh we got three kids we got two dogs we got a little baby <laughs> Maybe eating a dog, maybe if you're one, one of the of kids those. enjoys soccer, apparently. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're yeah. like bouncing the ball. Oh, those just kill me. Those, and then you've got uh, like the zombie ones and you've got the cool. like Star Wars ones. And the, and, yeah, and you got the generic ones. They're the, the, the kind of on the same lines where it's like my kid beat up your honor roll student or whatever. Right. Where it's like, I feel like I we could do a whole show on stupid things that parents do. And yes. like this would Check. definitely be one of them. Yes. I think we'll we should put a pin in that. All right. Yeah. So uh, you have a notepad. Take notes. I do. All right. All right, and then the, so what I did is in our little, like little pre-planning outline that I put together for this because it's the first episode, and I want to be on track and be formal. That'll go out the window at some point in time because that's just who I am. Probably right. in a, within ten minutes. Probably. Yeah, but it's thing. a yeah. there's the so I did a, the the podcast W. So we got the the who, the what, the why, and the what, and so it's the really so it's going to be a when we update. So a lot of podcasts there are some out there that do weekly updates. Sometimes do two times a week. I think right now we're aiming. Um, once we get steady recording going, we're aiming for a bi-weekly release. So mm-hmm. 
you know, if you end up liking what you hear, then you'll be able to hear it every couple of weeks uh, on a pretty regular basis. Because we're all regular guys, and I don't mean like pooping. Wow, um, you just took it there. I like, did. I did. No, yeah. no bones about it. Yeah, like <laughs> not even uh, not even five minutes in, I'm already talking poop. Wow. T- I thought we all had an agreement that we weren't going to talk about excrement on the podcast. I thought so too. I, I can't do a podcast without pooping. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. I mean, because I, I just put out a bunch of shit anyway. There's like <laughs> a skip forward button on your podcast. You can just yeah, skip past that. Please skip to the ten minute mark <laughs> to hear Christmas talk. No. So that kind of gets a little bit like like who we are out of the way, um, and hopefully as as the episodes go on, or as this episode and you stick with us, and as episodes go on, you'll get to know us a little bit more. Right. Um, you know, you can always uh, talk to us on you know send us questions on Facebook or email, uh, which we'll get on into all that fun stuff later on. Um, if you have we want to get to know us better, um, but now we're gonna bring in the whole holiday talk thing, um. And I think what would be cool to start with something that John specifically wanted to talk about is the Christmas traditions um, that that we have as as families. Yeah, I was just curious because I know I'm I'm sure all of us probably had you know somewhat different Christmas experiences growing up, and and it seems like every family has their own traditions. And so I was curious just to hear what you guys as dads like how that how that's changed, or are there old traditions that you used to have with your families? prior to being a dad that now sure. you're trying to impart to your, to your own kids. And then also how much of it is intentional and calculated versus, well, it just happens that we did this one year and my daughter liked it. And so now we're going to continue doing it. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyone want to talk about what their family Christmas traditions <laughs> are? Yeah. And so the one thing is, I will that point out. That felt so forced. <laughs> and then, um, we, yeah, we, went, we went on script there. Um, anyway, the uh, so one thing I will point out before we start getting into all of this is this is the part of of this episode where we'll be talking about kind of like some of the Christmas spirit and Christmas magic, um, some of the Christmas secrets that we as parents do. So if you are listening to this with your kid, which I mean, which already means you're a bad parent because <laughs> yeah, uh, we've we've already dropped some language or whatever. Um, but it's, you know, you, you may want to to pause it and come back at a later time or. Um, put on headphones or, or something like that. If you're listening to this at work, then make sure you definitely have headphones on. Um, so I'll, I'll go ahead and start. Okay. So I'll, I'll, um, when it comes to, uh, I just completely lost my train of thought. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you guys have any Christmas tradi- traditions that you've been doing with Ellie? Yeah. So I guess you're four years deep. Yeah, four years deep. Um, so. When I was growing up, we did my family. My my I grew up with my grandmother's or my mom's family, um, and we did Christmas on Christmas Eve, um, and then we had a dinner on Christmas Day. Uh, so all of our presents were done on Christmas Eve, short of any presents from Santa. So Christmas Day was just the big meal with everyone. Yeah, yeah, and, and people would come and go um, because you know, of course, when you, when you have situations where people are married. Other families would do it. So sometimes they'll do the, the presents with the other family and then come over for food or come over for food and go um, and do all that with the other family um, presents-wise. Um, and so when Teresa and I, which Teresa is my wife, when she we got married, um, her family did everything. Did they, they would do one present on Christmas Eve and then the rest of them on Christmas Day. Um, and so kind of as a, as a combination, what we did was – we, you know, my grandmother died in 2012, and so to keep kind of her tradition going, uh, we still have the family that I can stomach uh, come over on Christmas Eve, and we do a present exchange. Uh, Ellie gets to open all of her presents from uh, Teresa and I, 
or Teresa and me because grammar is a good thing. Um, and then, um, you know, we, we do a little bit of food. We do a little bit of snacks, uh, the, the peanut tray, uh, chips and queso, kind of all the snacks that what's m- a peanut tray or I guess like a nut tray where it's like you have a tray with just mixed nuts out and then you'll have like some crackers around it. Um, just kind of snack stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, my, my, it was something my grandmother did and it's, it's something that I just associate with Christmas. Like we don't leave a tray of, of nuts out laying around during the rest of the year, but for Christmas we'll, we'll put one out and get a, a, a jar of mixed nuts. Um, and then the, you know, the Christmas Eve is over and Teresa and I, and, and my mom lives with us and my mom will open up a present. Um, and on, on Christmas Eve, and then the rest that happens on Christmas Day. Of course, Ellie gets to open first. She comes in and sees everything that's from Santa Claus, and you know gets excited, and she gets to open her presents, and then we open our presents. And the whole time, she's just wanting to open up all of the the toys and play with the different things that she got, and completely ignoring us. And so it's a matter of being like, "Hey, Ellie, you, the world doesn't revolve around you. We need to open up our presents too." Um, and so, yeah, I mean, from a tradition standpoint, I mean, that's kind of like we don't do Elf on the Shelf. We don't do, you know, anything like that. I mean, we listen to Christmas music pretty much after Thanksgiving um, through and until they stop playing it. Um, but we don't have any necessarily like crazy traditions, you know, outside of how we open presents. It's just my I think with my family, with my grandmother having had 10 kids and then, you know, 30 something grandkids. I don't think they could trick it up too much. It was just a very straightforward get together. <laughs> Let's open up presents. Um, the kids, you know, it was all focused on the kids. And so that's what we try to do uh, essentially with our family as we focus on Ellie. Fair enough. What about you, Joe? Are there intentional things? I mean, you're, you're pretty early in right. as a dad. <clears throat> is, yeah. is this her, her second Christmas? Yeah, it is her second Christmas. So but probably the first one she really, yeah. I mean, she last year, she was close enough to being one that she was excited about certain things. Okay. She didn't quite get the whole gift opening, but she liked the lights and liked the gifts that she did get and like the ornaments, you know, she liked just kind of the wonder of it all. But this year she kind of, she, you could see she got it. She was so excited for the lights. I mean, we have always put on Christmas lights and stuff, but she was so excited for them this year. We put on, we were debating on whether we should put on just clear lights or colored. And I said, let's do both. She loved the colored lights. That was her favorite thing to do coming home from daycare was to hop out of the car, <laughs> look at all the lights, point at all of the lights, and then go inside. <laughs> and that was like, okay, well, done. We have to at least have some type of colored lights every year. Um, and as far as traditions, we always get together. There's lots of family on my wife's side. And then my family is small, so we kind of loop them in. And we do like Christmas Eve brunch at somebody's house with one side of the family and then dinner, another side of the family. And then on Christmas day, we have a lunch at another side of the family. And so it's all very crazy. But one thing that I liked, we, we did make a point to make time for our family, just kind of the new, you know, just the three of us, we made time for us, whether that was, opening presents, you know, and saying, all right, we'll be there late for lunch. Don't wait on us or whatever it was. We made time just kind of sit and be with our family. And it was really the first time we'd done that because previously when it was just my wife and I, and we were dating or even married, we were like, we got to hit all the stops. We got to make sure we say hi to everybody, go to everywhere. And then last year we kind of did that too. Cause we were like, all right, you know, a new baby, people want to see her if they haven't seen her yet already. This year we're like, no, we're going to sit and just take time for us. <laughs> And we'll see everybody for sure, but we're not going to, 
let her lose sleep over it, you know, right. let Sylvie lose sleep over it and whatever. But, but yeah, that was, that was the mm-hmm. real thing. I had lots of traditions with my family growing up and that was really cool. When we were, when I was growing up, the big thing that we always did was Christmas Eve. We always watched it's a wonderful life every year. That was the thing we always did. And my mom always fell asleep in the same spot about halfway through, would always wake up towards the end and be like, what? It's almost over. What? Every (laughs) year. Yes, mom. (laughs) And uh, so we did that. And we haven't done that in a couple of years. And it was kind of making me sad. So last, uh, so on Christmas night, we went ahead and my wife and I, we watched it and we went, yeah, this is a good movie. We enjoy it. And I think it was just kind of, it had started becoming, I don't want to say a chore, but it, it was something where we did all the time with my family that I was like, okay, I'm not sick of it, but just kind of like, do I need to do this again? Do I need to do this again? And then not doing it for a couple of years made me realize I really miss it and I enjoy it. And I think it's something I'm going to bring back in. If nothing else, just my wife and I will find time to watch it. It might not be on Christmas Eve, but it'll be at some point. I have a confession. Yeah. I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. All right. Well, we're going to pause for about two hours and then we'll come back. No. (laughs) Yeah. Teresa can't believe it. She's like, you've never watched that? I'm like, no, I've never had any interest to watch that movie. Well, It's a Wonderful Life. (laughs) It's in the title. (laughs) But it doesn't match my life. Um, Oh, actually. Just as a quick aside, uh, greatest Christmas movie of all time? Die Uh, Hard. Right. That's the correct answer. (laughs) But people ask us, like, how is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And it's like, um, ho, 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 I have a machine gun. Yeah, dude. Duh. It all takes like, place during yeah. a Christmas party. And the, the, the one dead German dude's wearing a Christmas hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, so, so I completely left that part out, like with the movies. Like, that, that's something that Teresa does. So it's essentially like we watch Home Alone, Home Alone 2. Um, Home Alone 4. No. They skip three. Four's terrible, but they always. No, the three and, three and four are both horrible. Those are both abominations of movies and should have never happened. I'll be honest. Um, I watched three because I was still pretty young when it came out. And I was like, I love Home Alone 1 and 2. I understand Macaulay Culkin's not back, but how could it be awful? Well, Oh, it can be awful. It can be pretty awful. It's like yeah. the Godfather 3. But it's, uh, it's <laughs> when he finally starts paying for all those traps. <laughs> Teresa watches um, Holiday Inn, Meet Me in St. Louis. Holiday Inn is I don't good. even know what those are. They're, well, they're, they're old, old-timey movies. I think Meet Me in St. Louis is Judy Garland and Bing Crosby or something like that. Uh, Meet Me in oh, St. Louis. a couple of alcoholics. <laughs> well, they're wah, both dead, wah. so see where that gets you. A couple of dead alcoholics. Cool. <laughs> Hey, Nothing says Merry she, Christmas. She doesn't sing somewhere with a rainbow. I mean, come she's on. Seen, Judy Garland is in, is in Meet Me in St. Louis, but I feel like it's only just a little bit of the movie. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't I know. Feel... I sat down and I watched it. I, I watched a bit of it, and, and um, she was in it when I was watching it. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's in it because it's Honestly, a lot of singing. I'm feeling guilty, too, because I don't know that Bing Crosby was an alcoholic. I just assumed. Oh. <laughs> well, if it was back in the 50s. You know, probably he probably was. was. Let's be honest. Yeah. Frank Sinatra definitely was. Yeah. But it's... Um, I old, like to old blue eyes. I like to watch Scrooge every year because Scrooge is probably the best version of the uh, of the Scrooge story. It's on Netflix, and I was going to watch it this oh. year, and I kept not getting to it. You know what? I might. I think I'll do it. Tonight. Oh man! See, Netflix is blocked at work, and I do a little bit of uh, viewing of movies and TV at work in my free time. Is anybody from your work going to be listening to this? Because yeah, that was a really <laughs> dumb. Like, <Yeah>. I said <laughs> in my free time. It's not like I have a ton of free time. Uh, that's true. You did put throw that little yeah, disclaimer out. You know. But it's uh, I actually really, I mean, it's the, I, I grew up watching it on HBO or something, and so it became a, it, it became a tradition, my own tradition, from when I was like, I don't know, I think I came out in '88 or '89, so it's it's been quite a while. Um, Did but yeah, really I have to wa- yeah, I guess that makes sense. I have to watch Die Hard too because I mean, like you said, it is the best Christmas movie. Wait, it's Die Hard two or, or just like no Die, Die Hard, Hard T O O? I had to oh, watch okay. Die Hard comma T O O. I was like, I didn't think Die Hard two was at Christmas time. 
Actually, it was. Really? Yeah, I'm it's pretty sure. It's snowing and stuff. Like, is he tra- I think he's traveling. Yeah, well, yeah, but traveling to, LA, to be so honest, like... it snows in the Dark Knight Rises, but it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> well, in my I mind. You could make the argument. Batman, if you're going to watch a Christmas movie yet. Then again, a that, Christmas movie that has Batman, it's gonna be Batman Returns. Actually, we probably shouldn't get into like movies because that's a yeah, whole that's, that's other. Probably that's, that's one it. of the uh, the things that falls under stuff. Yeah, that yeah, we talk yeah, about. yeah. The um, rabbit holes. So yeah. Deep. So what about you, John? Even though you know you don't have a, a kid, like what are there? Hey, any... thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. Wow. wow. Merry Christmas. Yeah. You filled the animal. <laughs> ho ho like, ho! Does this holiday have any meaning for you? <laughs> I know you don't have a kid, and you probably don't have traditions. You probably don't do anything, but you're current. What you're, you're single, need? and and you're kind of poor. Yeah, you hear that, ladies? Um, but no, like, what did you? Because I, I mean, I, I've been no, part- no. As a kid, I guess I was thinking like like Joe's talking about how you know your daughter really loves the colored Christmas lights. I was just thinking as a yeah. kid, like my two kind of favorite things were we had these bubble lights on the Christmas tree. Oh. You guys ever seen those? Yeah, they yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Being yeah. Home alone. they have little colored vials yeah. of like water, liquid or something, yeah. and like. Like little yeah, bubbles yeah. come up when they heat up. That was always yeah. my favorite thing. And then like my parents also have these things must be 30 years old, but it's like a string of like, they look like bells, but they play oh. like different Christmas carols. Oh, wow. And you just turn them on and there's like a sequence of seven or eight and they'll just keep cycling through. Oh, wow. And uh, like, yeah, I remember those from a kid as being a kid, you know, really fondly. And then yesterday I was over at my parents' house, you know, 30 years right. later and they're still playing them. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty funny. But yeah, so that's that's what I was, does Ellie have anything like a specific Christmas decoration or something that she was? No, I mean, it mostly just the, the so. Mainly with, just with Hanukkah decorations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, with this year, it's, a, it's decorating the Christmas tree. She loves all the different ornaments. Um, like uh, for a while, Teresa was getting me a Snoopy ornament. Like a peanuts ornament, but it's all around Snoopy. And so they have a couple where it's like he's playing guitar and there's like a little separate amp. You can click a button and it plays like a little riff. Oh, that's cool. And there's another one where it does like the Linus and Lucy song and it, you know, Snoopy dances or whatever. It's really annoying because it clicks really loud, but it's like she loved those. Uh, and so she loved decorating. She's like, so I guess actually I left that out. One of the traditions we do is we buy an ornament for everyone every year. Um, it, sometimes it's a surprise and sometimes we just pick them while we're at Target or something. Um, but it's like, so she likes picking out the ornaments for her grandmother, which uh, she calls her Ga. Because, like, even though she can say grandmother or grandma, it's just Ga. So she's always like, oh, I want to get this for Ga. But then it's like, hey, choose between the 10 ornaments you picked out for. Right. Um, but yeah, so she really loves the ornaments. She loves Christmas lights and inflatables, which we'll get to that here um, actually next. Like, that would be a good segue. Oh. Um, so Ellie really, like, talking about Sylvie loves lights, but man, Ellie loves, absolutely loves Christmas lights. She wants. To go down every side street in our neighborhood and see um, what people have put up, um, you know, the, the different houses. And, and by far, we have one of the more festive houses on our street. Um, I can imagine you guys had a festive house for Halloween. I didn't get a chance to come by during yeah, Christmas yeah. time, but I can only imagine. So when we moved into the house we live in, the uh, the previous tenants, because we rent our house, the previous tenants um, had left decorations in the shed. And we asked the landlord, we're like, who do these belong to? And he's like, you guys. So... Um, we ended up having a couple of like the, the light up, uh, we call them dink deer because they're just dinky. Like they're real little. Oh, sure. Um, but it's like a couple of the light up deer, um, a snowman inflatable, or I mean not a snowman, a, a Santa Claus, like a, a big, like six foot inflatable one. Oh, okay. Um, an inflatable penguin. And we just slowly but surely were like, okay, well we're going to have inflatable. So the first year we, we bought a snowman and 
it's just kind of grown from two inflatables to I think we have like eight. We have like a big oh, wow. archway. It's um, out of control. It is. It's uh, not my choice, but uh, I, I just go along with it because I get other things. So I just oh, actually have to get marching orders. Yeah. And just <laughs> but it's uh, we have like a big archway that has a couple of mice and presents. Um, we have a, one of the freezing snowmans that kind of like vibrates. Oh. Um, and that's Ellie's favorite. Ellie absolutely loves that damn freezing snowman. She wants. She's always <laughs> disappointed that every street doesn't have one. She's like, I don't understand. Like, it's so cool. And I'm like, but no one else really likes those very much. We didn't even like it, but she loved it so much. We bought it last year. Um, and then there's a, the, the, the snowman, the Santa Claus, we have a minion we have a Darth Vader that was, um, it's not like he doesn't have a candy cane. He has a lightsaber, but we put a little bit of tinsel around him every year. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So it's like, I gotta have my star Wars in there. Um, it's festive. And then we had this year we bought like a hot cocoa cup where it's like a little gingerbread man and sitting in a a mug of hot cocoa with like three little really happy marshmallows. (laughs) I don't know why those marshmallows are happy. I don't know because they're melting. <laughs> if you think about it, so is the gingerbread man. He's falling apart in there, but he's just happy because his hey, his nether regions are. I, I, guess, I guess I guess ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah. but it's uh, and then we uh, we wrap our tree in like the the white lights, and they're all like we went to LED because sure. having that many lights it gets really expensive. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, but it's like so. That seems like such a dad thing you guys were just agreeing on. Yeah, we, we went to LED because you know of the expense. Uh, we're like, oh yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. LED, right? I'm not gonna have to replace these in like five years, even though you drive around houses and it's like those houses look super ancient and their lights are all super faded and kind of the same oh, color. Dude. Right. But it's uh, so yeah, we wrapped the trees. We uh, Teresa. This, this hurt me so bad just now listening to that. <laughs> she, she, she dude, you know what? You know what I see when I see Christmas what? decorations. I never say, oh, look how awesome that is. I, I sit there and I think, how much work was it to put those up? And how much work is it going to be to take those down and pack them up again? We're on a and pod- you have to do that every year for the rest of your life. We're on a podcast where we talk about things. And I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so much oh. effort it takes. Getting up on the ladder with my like my fat ass climbing up on a ladder 15 feet in the air. like <laughs> Having it, like way- shake arm as I try to hang the... the and and, and you, always, you always get the shaky arm, am I right? Like, yes. you're, you're up there, you're like, I can do this. And you're like... And then it's like the whole ladder starts to vibrate, and you're like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" And you're just like, "If I vibrate too much, I'll fall. If I fall, I'll die. I won't die. I'll break my shoulder. If I break my shoulder, oh no! Oh no! Focus! Focus! Focus!" And you're like, "Okay, I did it. All right." And then that's two lights, and you have to go yeah. and do like eighty more. <laughs> like, oh, and then and then it's so frustrating when yes. you when you. You, you do it and you get it further and you're trying to pull just a little bit of slack and then you pull like three previous ones out. Or have you ever done like the, the ladder hop? You're like, no, oh, I've, yeah, I, I maybe just, don't. <laughs> I just, that was a very quick, sharp no, because it's I, like, I was afraid. Just the fear. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a, fortunately part of our house is I can actually just stand up. I, I can stand up and do it. I don't have to get on any kind of ladder or step stool. But then we have like a, we have a, yeah, I'm tall, I guess. Um, I do use it to my advantage in the grocery store when like this little old lady is trying so hard to not break her ankles that she's trying to get something off the top shelf. And I'm like, would you like me to get that for you? And then she's like, oh, you're so sweet. And I'm like, no, I just felt really bad that you, I didn't want you to break your ankles. Well, but you, get, you did your good deed for the year. Well, because I pull out my phone if she... No, okay, I'm not that dark. Yes, I am. Um, but anyway, but we have a holly bush. And it's like, so I have to get up and, and like those, those hurt. And oh, yeah. I'm just getting pricked in the back. I mean, I'm a prick, but I'm getting pricked in the back. <laughs> As I'm hanging stuff up, and it's you know, it, but That's at the same a time, different podcast. Yeah. But at the same time, like been all over that. Um, man, it's like just the joy of of Ellie like getting so excited about it. Yeah, is you you talk about it, it's a beating to put them up and take them down and reorganize, especially when. Oh, okay, so my my question is this. Okay, me, me, both of you guys are married. Yes, true. If you were single dads, 
how different would the way you decorate be from the way it is right now? Like how much of that comes from you guys and wanting to be like, mm. no, this is totally worth it. And how much of it currently comes from your wives being like, this is what you're doing. I'll be honest. So I am lucky in that my wife, if she wants anything done, she'll get in the trenches with me and do it. Okay. Um, and she won't ask me to do like, there'll be things where I will say, I want to do this and I'll do it. But she won't ask me to do something that she wouldn't feel comfortable doing herself. So lucked out in that regard. But also there are times where I'm like, ah, don't. I feel like every year it's like one of us is like, I don't really want to do it. And the other one's like, uh, we got to do it. We're doing it. But you and just specifically because for your daughter. Well, or... before I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. So before it was I was always the one that was like, we got to do everything just like that with that weird voice and everything. <laughs> but she would say, eh, do we really need to? And then now for Sylvie, we both are like, we need to do it. We need to do it as early as possible to have it up as long as possible because she will enjoy it. And we thought that would be the case and it was way more than we thought. And so we're really glad we did it. But I, I can't speak for Galan, but yeah if, yeah. if you were a single dad, would you have a million inflatables in your yard? I'd probably have the, I wouldn't have a million. I would probably, I mean, I would, I would still do, um, feel like you'd have the freezing snowman and that would be it. Uh, I might have the freezing snowman and the, you'd probably have like, Darth Vader, right? I'd have Vader yeah. and the, I like the little mug. Oh, you'd still go overboard. Uh, yeah, I'd have. I probably have four of them, but I, but I wouldn't do lights around the edge of the yard. I wouldn't wrap the Christmas trees. I wouldn't sure. put net lights over the bushes. I wouldn't line the the porch. It would just be the house and the infl the inflatables. I nearly yeah. choked on myself just then. Um, oh, but you know, I, but but again, it's, I'm not it's, CPR trained. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. it's all for. I mean, really, it's, it's ultimately for uh, my daughter and my, my. I mean, Teresa enjoys enjoys it a lot too. So sure. it's. I mean. The part of it is, is I'm willing to make that sacrifice because it the joy it brings my kid, but also it's like my wife does enjoy that, and yeah. you know it's 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 I can make that sacrifice of scaring myself every year, getting up on the ladder, um, <laughs> and then doing the same thing to to pull them down. Um, we yeah. actually we even had a like Teresa or not not Teresa Ellie has like a little playhouse in the backyard, like a little wooden one her grandmother bought her, and uh, we got one of those fancy like programmable where you can use your phone so we were gonna have like light her little house decorated too oh that's cool and then they broke after two months oh. and i'm just like f this i'm not gonna i'm not <laughs> even gonna fight with it yep but it's like we were just because she's that into decorating and, right, and, and right, right. The, the decorations even at, at age three she was so into it and now that she's four and she really gets christmas like where she's picking up and singing christmas songs and and everything it's it's Ugh. yeah <laughs> like she's she's full blown into the christmas period but i mean that, that's part of being a kid is like it's just the fun time of the year you're getting the gifts and we're right. cynical adults and it's i mean it's still enjoyable <laughs> but it's just it's i realize how much work went into yeah getting everything together and it kind of makes me appreciate that my old grandmother would get up on a ladder and put stuff up until she couldn't anymore and then my right. mom would do it and my dad would do his house and all this stuff like that but actually i didn't spend a lot of christmases at my dad's just because of the way the divorce was oh yeah that, that's a whole other subject but it's but it's uh but it's like but I'm, I'm, i know that he does decorations now so i assume that he's always done decorations um but with christmas you know the the, the christmas lighting there's also like one of the things that we do and, and i don't know if you guys have done this with sylvie but there are neighborhoods around where we live that it's they get like entire themes going or they have just a bunch of houses and they have oh, guided yeah, tours yeah. and i mean basically we, we've we've done that every year that ellie's been alive uh even if she couldn't see it just because i enjoy going through right it. and it's 
But this year it's, it's, oh, we should do that. And she's sitting there saying like, I want to do, I want to do what they did. And she's getting into the idea of wanting to decorate. So next year when she's five, you know, she, she'll be able to take part and it'll, she'll be more uh, interactive with it. Okay. I gotcha. And so, but yeah, that's, that's one of the, I guess that's another one of the the traditions, but I don't want to like blow that, um, let me rephrase that. I didn't want to put that out there in the previous in the previous part we talked about because nice it's like catch. to me it's like it's a, it's the whole it's a whole other thing like in going through those neighborhoods. And I mean, and there there are a handful of them around here where it's like it's just it is a big to do right. kind of nicer neighborhoods or whatever. Do it, um, put a lot of effort into it. And we've got we've we've stolen some ideas of like oh, we want to do that or we didn't think for about a second. It I thought you were about to say we stole some of the lights. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we got the freezing yeah. snowman, like the shivering snowman. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah yeah the the Christmas lights are it's it's, it's, it's just a, yes, yes, yes. they have amazing decorations don't really keep an eye on them though <laughs> we just went back through like in in the midnight hours when the cops weren't crawling all over the place we knew they wouldn't miss one freezing snowman yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's our tradition we pick out ornaments we also pick out decorations from other houses yeah we just pick the one house to go and lift all their stuff. <laughs> If uh, anyone calls you on it, you're just like, stop being a Scrooge. <laughs> you're like, where's your Christmas spirit? spirit? Be like, oh, bah humbug to you, too. Well, they're not plugged in. They must not like them very much in <laughs> the middle of the night. Be like, um, you can buy this anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we got this the previous tenants got them. We don't know where they're from. Actually, we'll, we'll probably be going to Target today to get take advantage of the 50% off and buy more Christmas lights for oh, next year. Yeah, yeah. Cue the beatdown oh, music. Yeah. Yeah, so that means I have that to go deal with the after Christmas sales. Oh man, and... I, I tell you one thing, John. Not only being a parent, but being like a spouse, you get into the whole like, okay, so like I only have a couple of Halloween decorations, but if I wait till November first, seventy five percent off, and you get into that, and you're just like, this will be great to buy to use next year, and then you just find yourself going, did I really just say that? And then part of you is like, oh, maybe that can just stay hidden until next year, and then we'll forget about it. And then you're like, oh, I just wasted I wasted fifty dollars buying this Halloween stuff, but I'm glad I didn't have to put it up. Right. Isn't that crazy? You just you bought like however much you, you like bought more chores for you to do a year from now. <laughs> I can't I can't like fathom that. It's insane to me. It's 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 a complete rewiring of the brain. Yeah, it's crazy. That's, yeah. that's awesome. So that I guess that kind of brings us to speaking about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna segue again. Wow, I'm actually if I weren't calling myself out, but it's like talking about shopping. Like it's such a, and I didn't I didn't plan it that way. It just works. I'm like, oh hey, segue. I'm not clever. Um, <laughs> it it loses the we, effect when you spend five minutes talking about how you just segued. Yeah. Can we like get that uh, part where you said I'm not clever and use it as a sound drop? This is a drop. Yeah. <laughs> just anytime I talk, I'm not clever. We'll put John in charge of the drop board. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah. Has a little bit of there. See what, what you're gonna find if you stick with us is you'll find that there will be multiple instances of of Joe and John both taking opportunities just to beat me down as much as possible using my own self against me because that's just the way we're wired. I've been putting it up with John for, for better part of thirty years, and we he he's like he's perfected the art of of needling me. Until one day, it's going to end in murder suicide. It's great. When I met John, he passed the book on to me and yes. said, you know, "Study up." You, you've had enough time to make up your own book or right. start your own book. But anyway, so shopping, like I hate them all. I hate them all anyway. Like, and and I think it's it's fair to say, like, no one likes going to the mall. No, um, unless but you're yet, like the mall's a, full of people. Yeah, unless you're a 13 year old that wants to get away from their parents. Oh. But it's just like so. Teresa did some shopping at the mall because like J.C. sells some. They have they have some nifty shirts, um, and so that's where she did some of my Christmas shopping. And I'm like, you're a better person than I am to go and brave the mall 
with a four-year-old. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So that's, nope. the, you know, I think that's the thing. Is, I wouldn't take Micah to a mall right now. Ooh. I don't, I, I try Yikes. not to, to, to paint like a horror picture and tell, and, and tell Ellie that, that there's all this bad stuff that's out there. But man, it, all it takes is one second of being distracted and someone to like knock your kid over or take yeah. your kid or whatever. And it's like, oh, dude, that's like a nightmare. Yeah. Like, so it's like, I don't want to, I mean, and there are thousands of people at that mall and it's, it, I mean, and four-year-olds yeah. are, they're ninjas. Like, they can slip away, and you're like, where'd they go? Yeah. And like, you're there right in front of you, like, two seconds ago. Uh, and it's just, it's not that I'm not capable of keeping up with her, but it's just, right. it's it's that constant, like, stay here. And, and the, the four-year-old's not stationary. She's not going to stay there. Or the kids aren't either. Like, they want to go, and they want to see the toys, and they want to go and check it out. And if they're interested in clothes, they want to go look at the clothes while you're standing in line, and you don't want to lose your place or anything. And it's just... It's hectic, and even going to places like Target or Walmart. I mean, ugh, it's just it's a beating. People are not anywhere close to um, what is the word I'm looking like. They're not conscious of the people around them. They're not considerate. Right. It's like there's no consideration. Yeah. It's all like self centered. They're bumping people out of the way. They're taking stuff out of people's right. carts. Yeah. The toys, the toy aisles are a mess. It's it's it's. I love the fact that Amazon does shipping. You know, oh and it's gosh, just yeah. and it's like having two day shipping and having all the shit like sent to my. My front porch and the fact that my mom is there taking care of Ellie, like she can get it yeah. without having something stolen right. from my that's, porch. Yeah, that's the other thing is like you got to be. It's crazy. It's like you don't want to go to the stores for all those reasons that you mentioned, right? And so you want to order online, but then you don't want. But then at the same time, you're like, well, I hope my shit doesn't get stolen. Yeah, you know. Which I have had. I've had. I've, I mean, I've had something stolen from my porch. I had a, a, a video card that I ordered and get stolen. And so it's like I've experienced that, but at the same time, it's like I mean we're humans. We're supposed to we're, we supposedly crave human interaction, right? I'm not I'm not the only one that doesn't, but we're supposed to. But it's like then you go and it's like you know uh, the 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 line is ten people deep. You get the yeah. checkout person that doesn't want to be there because you're like the four thousandth person they've checked out, and you're all like, oh, how's your day going? Because it's like you have to be polite, you know, like you don't want to just sit there and trudge and not make eye contact and conversation. Sure. And and then of course you get the can't. Oh, it's going well. It's like, well, how much longer do you have to work? I just got here. I'll be honest. When I was a cashier, uh, I hated people that talked to me like that. <laughs> well, now I know that there are people out there making voodoo dolls of me because I'm trying to be <laughs> no, friendly. No, 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 no. Trying I to mean, expand my you're boundaries. You're good. You're good. But I just mean like, you okay, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you an example. So when I go and I check out, like I won't initiate conversation, but they're like, how are you doing? I'll be like, I'm doing well. And they're like, cool, cool, cool. And then when they're done, I'll be like, hey, thank you very much. And they're like, yeah, no problem. And then they are cool because they didn't have to like initiate conversation with me. And I didn't have to pretend to care. And everybody wins. See, and, and I'm the person that's like, have a great day or have a good weekend. And then Teresa, who works retail, was like, you realize that it's probably not their weekend. You're just making them feel like shit. Yes. So then I felt like shit <laughs> because it's here. like. Yeah, don't just, say have a great day or have a great weekend. I always am just like, thank you very much. And I feel like that's a little bit more than just a thank you. But I don't know. There are people out there that legit hate me, probably. Like, I, I'm... Yeah. I'm a, okay, thanks. I'm a, I'm a schmuck. All right. Because awesome. as I'm saying that, I'm hearing people being like, I, stop making yourself sound so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> I don't know who would say that. <laughs> um, so, like, do you and a man... Or, do you and your wife, or I just gave her name. Oops. You can say it's fine. Okay, no, no, yeah, so, yeah, so, do you and a man often <laughs> go shopping? Yeah, so do you yes. and Amanda, like, do, do you guys take Sylvia out shopping, or do you do you kind of one person, one man, it, and then the other person stays home? <clears throat> um, depends. A lot of it depends on her mood, Sylvie's, um, and whether she is going to be up for shopping. Usually if we're already out and we need to get something, we will go ahead and just 
you know, like we'll all go in together. Sylvia will usually be in the cart and one of us will like stay with Sylvia and just kind of, you know, push the cart around, talk with her, do minimal shopping. And the other person will like go run the rest of the store to get all the other stuff needed. Uh, That's kind of our strategy. Um, but if we can manage it, like grocery shopping, I always go after Sylvia's gone to bed. So she goes to bed, Uh, she's asleep. And I go one, the stores are not nearly as crowded at like, you know, eight, nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And I can kind of get in and get out a lot faster. And then two, I'm not having to worry about a toddler around. So it really just depends. But usually she's pretty good. We went to, we went to Kohl's once and I needed to get something. And I think it was for Amanda's birthday. And so I told her, I was like, you're, you know, they don't have the carts that you can stick the kid in. Right. You know, they just have like the big bag carts, you know, well, they do have the ones, but they didn't. When I went, I don't know, whatever. No, yeah, I maybe I wasn't I been to Kohl's in a while, but yeah, that, I think that that sounds familiar. But they have this little bar on this, like right in front, mm-hmm. that's like perfect. So I let her push the cart, uh-huh. and so she felt like she was pushing, and then it was great because I would let her push, and then I would like grab the clothes that I needed, and then we would we just did like three circles of the store, and I just was like, <laughs> it was like I knew I needed to make a pit stop, but like I couldn't. I was already on the other lap, so I had to like come back and get it. But you just find ways to keep them distracted. Oh, so I, you have to. Yeah, see, I, we, we just use the new parenting way of giving them an iPhone. Well, yeah. Sylvie is <laughs> at the point where, like, it will work to a point, and then she will also be like, I'm bored. What What's around here? What oh, can I. No, man. Ellie will zone out. Like, we can find her one YouTube video, and she knows how to go through the related videos and find. Oh, nice. So she's good until we get to the toy aisle, and then she wants down, especially with Christmas, like, all the different stuff. And. She just wanted to say, oh, I want that, and I want that, and oh, hey, take a picture and send that to Santa and all this stuff like that, which we'll get to here in a moment, too, like how right. we handle that. But it's just it's it's just crazy. I mean, we do what you do. Like, we, we all go, we put her in the car, but it's like we go at basically 9 o'clock at night. Sure. So it's not just a, dealing with less people. Yeah. Um, but, man, it's just with, with even with the holidays, even 9 o'clock is not safe, even with this, like, especially with the superstores and stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's, uh, it's a beating. And then, of course, John's having to deal with all that without the benefit of being like, oh, I'm getting this toy or whatever. I'm just going to point it out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm a jerk. But, no, but it's like, so it's like you're, you're getting, like, the, basically the, all the negative stuff of the Christmas season shopping when it comes to. Yeah, what's the good stuff? Sales? Maybe. <laughs> Sales. <laughs> that's your that's your bright shining point. You get like a, you get like a day off, Christmas. right? I, I'm <laughs> I'm a dad. Like I, I had to look at saving money. I the pinch pennies, man. That she rock cost three dollars a piece. The biggest thing I love about Christmas is sales. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, turn oh, that around, nothing gets me in the holiday <laughs> spirit like sales. A good old seventy five percent off. Woo. <laughs> Gets me. Hey, that gets the blood. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> that gets the blood pumping in certain areas. It's awesome. like my brain, perverts. Oh. Yeah. oh man. So I think that the interesting thing is with uh, with Christmas. You know, you go to the store and it's like, oh, Merry Christmas, blah blah blah, and then you get so you have the whole Happy Holidays thing, right? Where the the overgeneralization of the thing. It's not Christmas anymore. It's and now we bring in the dark cloud of the, like the whole PC thing. It's like for me, it's. It's Merry Christmas. Like I, it's just it, that's the that is the primary reason. I'm selfish, you know. I know there are other cultures and other people may they may not celebrate Christmas or whatever. It's like, how do you guys feel about that? This is not necessarily a parenting thing, but it's just Christmas in general. Like, how do you guys feel? Do you, sure. Are you happy holidays people? Are you Merry Christmas? Are you happy? You know. So I'll kind of jump right in on Go this one. It. So I am 
a whatever you say to me first person. Okay. So I don't really care. I feel like, like, I don't know. I'm very understanding of other cultures and different things. And I've worked with lots of people that do lots of different things. So I don't really care about happy holidays to me, but if someone's like Merry Christmas, I will absolutely say Merry Christmas back. Cause that's what I celebrate. But if someone is like happy holidays, happy holidays, I don't know what you celebrate. Maybe you don't celebrate anything. I don't know. But I mean, like no one's going to tell me happy Hanukkah, but so like, I'm not going to run to that, but like Merry Christmas or happy holidays. Like I'll say, Either one back. I'm not going to be like, someone says happy holidays. I won't be like, Merry Christmas, Scrooge. <laughs> but, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to totally ignore it and, you know, just, you know, not say Merry Christmas either. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, that I'm made just, sense. I, I, I think I'm kind just, of like, I'm just wired to be a jackass, I guess, because it's like the whole right. happy holidays and like, <laughs> let's just be safe for everybody and accommodate well, everybody well, but and the it's thing just, is, it's... well the thing is is like i mean i don't know i would genuinely get offended if someone was you know saying a phrase of like i really don't believe in that and i'm kind of offended that i feel like you're forcing on me you might not be forcing on me but i feel like that triggered so <laughs> so i for me i like that you kind of have like hey this is Good for everybody, but we, you know, we all have the freedom to say whatever we want to say. Merry Christmas or whatever, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just not wired to be a jackass as much as you. No, you're probably not. No, no, that's fair. And that's something I should probably, that's a, a viewpoint that I should probably reconsider. Um, and especially as we try to raise, you know, raise Ellie to be as not, accepting of other people. And not oppressed by the patriarchy. And not, yeah, no, <laughs> triggered. Um, but yeah, you know, that's just the thing is, is I think it was part of the way that I was raised coming out and even though i'm like i don't want to do things the way that i was necessarily right. i was raised it's i think that's been hardwired into me by the the opinions of the kind of the people that formed who i am sure because everyone in my family is merry christmas and, and is not fond of the happy holiday stuff but in teaching yeah. ellie it's like hey not everyone thinks to say the way that you think right um that actually might be something that would be worthwhile into changing i hate yeah. to admit that because i hate admitting that i'm wrong and you guys have brought me to this. Well, mostly Joe, because John stayed silent and formulating a way to torpedo my <laughs> the shell of who I am. So that's what true friends are, though, right? Yeah. No, I, I love him for it. You're doing great, buddy. <laughs> There's so much condescension. He just did like a, a nice little attaboy right there. Yep. Um, so this is the point, definitely, where if you have a kid, um, you'll you'll want to stop listening. Uh, or more than likely want to stop listening or stop listening and then come back when they're not around. Okay. Um, so are, are we good? Have you sent them away? Yeah. Hold on. Wait. Silence. All right. No kids. Okay, cool. Um, so this is, we're going to Santa is Satan. No, <laughs> oh, no, Whoa. Oh, oh that just sorry, got... Billy. I didn't realize you were still listening. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's a, what is it that where you can rearrange the words? I'm not, English is not my anagram. Good. Anagram. Maybe? Yeah. Yes. Thanks. I appreciate yes. that. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about yes. Santa Claus and like kind of our approach to it and everything. So, um, yes, I guess the first question is, is like, I obviously do it. Like I've talked about Santa, like is leaving prison. Real? No. Yeah. So it's like, and I think that, that Joe, you guys do. Santa. Yeah. So for us, so that's, that's a good point. So for us, this is the first year, like last year we're like, Santa's coming. And she was like, ah, she had no clue. Right. This year we're like, Santa's coming and she kind of got it and it was good. So now we're like, okay, how do we approach it? And so we were, we were talking about this the other day and we're like, okay, I think we're going to have to decide how we are going to explain it. And also, you know, kind of be buffers. So that way she doesn't hear something from like, a family member that's 
verbally like, oh, Santa's not real and blah, 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 and be like, you know, I'll do the shield. I don't know. Because for us, like, we both grew up with Santa. You know, like, we each had our own experiences with Santa. Ours were a little bit different. I know with Amanda, when she was growing up, they had Santa, and it was very, like, it's this big deals, you know, they went and saw Santa. We went and saw Santa too, but it was like very like everybody's buying into it. Everybody's buying into the propaganda and going like playing along. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's in and doing it. And then like, as she got older, she realized like, okay, he's not real, but I have younger sisters. So I will keep it going. And you know, it was very like very, everybody was into it. My family went and saw Santa and Santa came but it was also like kind of told to me up front, not really, but kind of in subtle ways that Santa's not real and this is just kind of a tradition that we do. And so that was fine, but I was also always a little like approach it differently. And I don't know, I, I didn't dislike it. It was just kind of a different way to approach it that I don't want to necessarily duplicate. So I really want to duplicate the like the wonder and the amazement and the buying into it because I think that's a little bit more fun for me as a parent. So that's kind of what we're doing. And so we were like, okay, we're going to have to really be because next year she'll really be into it. You know, she'll be three or almost three. And so she we're going to have to make sure like we listen and we let other family members know this is what we're doing. You know, if something starts to come up, just kind of redirect the conversation or whatever. If any of that made sense, it was kind of like a long no, it's okay. string of words. Oh, yeah. It's just crazy that you have to have like a calculated strategy yeah. for that, you know? Well, and, and you know, and, and <laughs> kids are smart, man. Yeah. But there's also all these outside be... concerns, too. Like you're saying, right. like, like okay, we got to inform the whole family. Right. I mean, you may touch on this, too, but it's like, do we want to be the parents of the kid that finds out? Santa's not real first and tells everyone and all of that stuff. Like, how do we handle that? How do we keep right. that? From- yeah. Next, yeah. So it's like a, a, when, before I had, before we had Ellie and before I was even married, I'm like, I want my kid to be the kid to be like, they're your parents. There's no <laughs> such thing as Santa Claus, man. You would. I was. So it's like, I was so like, I don't want to, I don't want to lie to my kid. It's like, that's yeah. just, it, this is huge, like seven, six, seven, eight year to 11 year. Like, I'll admit, I was like 11 before I realized there wasn't a Santa, and I found a, an old receipt for an NES game, like Battle Chess, my mom had bought me. And that's, but I wasn't upset. Like, I'm just like, okay, cool. But it's important like, question Was Battle Chess one where you actually got to control the battle, or no. where we. Oh, yeah, that's the No, same. no, it's a. But it's like they would have animations, like death animations for when they died. Yeah, that's But it's like. So it's like, but then as I got older, and especially as I got married and talked to Teresa, we decided it's like, we're just going to tell Santa, but we're going to fit, fit in truth. So like the other sure. day, a couple weeks ago, actually, not the other day, um, we pulled up to a stoplight and I look over and there's a guy with like a big white beard. I'm like, and I like asked Teresa, I'm like, that, do you think that's a mall Santa or someone that just likes it's into the season? And then Ellie looked over and she was like, oh, hey, it's Santa Claus. I'm like, okay. So what we told Ellie was the Santa Clauses at the mall are not the real Santa. Like they're not Santa at all. They're not Santa's helpers. They're people that really embrace the Christmas spirit, you know, and they want to spread that kind of spirit and Christmas cheer to other families and especially the little kids that give them the opportunity to have a conversation. And what that does is because the parents hear what the, the kids want, they can communicate that with Santa. Right. Um, and so that way she's not thinking that it's, it's Santa Claus. She does that. That's one less lie. So it's the whole, it'd be one thing. Like when she's come like, she's <laughs> like Santa, Santa Claus isn't real. Like what about the mall? 
you know, I'll be able to say well, what this I said was true. You're looking for. Yeah, it's, no. it's what I said was true from a certain point of view. It's like that's not Santa. Yeah, how did they, Luke Skywalker take that? Yeah, well, it's he ended up, I think he ended up. Uh, <laughs> and, like, and he did the like patricide face. <laughs> patricide his dad. No, that was the emperor. That anyway. Um, spoilers. Thirty years later. Forty years later. I mean, did the emperor kill him, or did Luke taking off his dad's respirator <laughs> ultimately? Kill I mean, him? let's be honest. <laughs> He couldn't breathe. Yeah. Well, he did. The, the, the emperor did short circuit with the the like the, the yeah, force but lightning. Maybe. So but when he took, but he just cut off yeah. he just cut off his but electronic you're, hand. You're telling me if the force could short circuit it, then the force couldn't restore it. That's a whole other episode for a very different podcast. Actually, maybe not a different. Podcast. I think Luke was like, you know what? I feel like this is a good close. I've got some closure. <laughs> we, he really Dad, needs a good. final chapter to a story. <laughs> He's like, Dad, we're good. I don't need to like carry this emotional baggage around any longer. Yep. And then he burned him like, again, st- straight up. He yeah, like that's the yeah. second time. Poor Anakin and fire it just doesn't go well together. <laughs> but it's, so it's it's you know I, I I want to be able to, to to tell her the truth and when she when if she ever asks she's like is there is Santa Claus real I'm gonna tell her no like I'm not gonna continue lying once she actually asks sure and then she'll ask why and I'm gonna have to come up with a BS explanation as to why I lied to her for so long but I think a lot of it's gonna be like I want there, there's a sense of wonder that you have yeah. that the kids have with with Santa Claus and it, I try not to use like well the Santa Santa's watching you like one reason we don't do Elf on the Shelf it's like I don't want I don't want my kid to be creeped out and doing something because she's obligated. I want her to to behave and 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 be a good kid because that's the way that we're raising her. Right, but I feel like if you did Elf on the Shelf, you could do like some really interesting um, poses and setups. Like have suspend Elf on the Shelf like Mission Impossible style over your kid's bed and they wake <laughs> wow. up. It's like whoa, traumatized. <laughs> Actually, she wants to do Elf on the Shelf. Like she's been asking, so we may have to do Elf on the Shelf next year. But as of right now, we have we didn't proactively. How does she know, know about that? Like but just seeing it at the store. Oh, like seeing it everywhere, the, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially now they have like clothes sets and like yeah. up on the shelf action version, and it's it's crazy. It's big old marketing thing. I didn't know they had the action version. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I saw it last Christmas, so I only thought there was just one. Like it was a one elf. He just sat on a shelf. But then there's like there's boy elves and girl elves, and there's they got all, all the races. I think yeah. maybe yeah. not. And then they've got like all different clothes. And I'm like. Okay. Yeah, they diversified the it? shit out of Elf on the Shelf because they saw market marketability and they just wanted to capitalize on it. Yeah. Uh, smart but, business I, I move. Mean, I, I can understand like terrible actual move. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I understand the reasoning behind it, but again, that's probably a conversation for a different episode. Yeah, that's. Fair. Um, but it's you know, it, it's just I want her to, I, I want her to enjoy it, and that's what I'm gonna tell her. It's like part of that is that's just part of the Christmas tradition, but it's not gonna be one of those things where she asks at eight seven, hey, why did you know? Is Santa Claus real? Oh, no, no. Yes, honey. He's real. Absolutely. He comes every year. She's already started asking. She's like, how does he get into the house? And well, so essentially, I'm like... <laughs> if you just watch the Santa Claus, yeah. a fireplace just appears. Well, well, yeah. So it's like, so I told her, I'm like, there's Shoot. it's actually one of those things is like, no one really knows. There's a bunch of different stories around it. So it's like, sometimes he comes down the chimney. Sometimes he comes down the in the front door. He has a skeleton key. You're going to hear a lot of different things. So that way I can be like, well, I told you, like... No one really knows how he comes because the dude's fictional, so there's no way to know how he gets <laughs> Because everyone really knows he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, but it's an interesting thing. To me, it, it's a big Coming up part. next, our special guest, Santa Claus. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> um, but it's just one of those things that it's, it's, I understand the sentiment about not, not wanting to lie to your kids, and that's a huge right. thing. And especially, you know, it's, it's it, it seems to me that that happens with like, 
younger people, younger parents, like mm-hmm. they don't want to lie to their kids or whatever. And it's this, it's this huge thing. <laughs> Older this, parents are just like, whatever we yeah. can say to get through this, <laughs> to just to survive. But no, I mean, that that's that, that seems to be where I they're hear battle it from. hardened. Yeah, yeah. In, in yeah, they're like Sergeant Horvath <laughs> and Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> but I mean, maybe part of it is just like spending so much time on Reddit and reading people there, and you know, everyone on Reddit's a twenty-four-year-old white male or whatever, like the generic. That that's like the Probably. demographic that's represented, even though it's not the case. Right, and it's just people talking about, oh, I don't want to lie to my kids, and I'm like, you know. okay, but I I I get it. I saw John, you're about to say something, but like no, I no. get it. But, no, but I'm just gonna keep talking anyways. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. <laughs> like I understand that, but I also feel that I don't know. My experiences with people is like when they found out, like they were older and they were like not upset they were, were more i'm okay with it and they enjoyed the time for what it mm-hmm. was and they didn't feel like it was a lie that they yeah. that their parents were you know pulling one over on them and how could you and so i think i don't know i feel like kids handle the santa lie better than maybe we think they will i don't know yeah. or it could it, it actually could be like and maybe their parents lie to them about a lot of other things and so that's just one more betrayal of trust whereas yeah. like if you have a <laughs> <laughs> you just to get like, and that's what you'll say to her when she's like, "Daddy, how could you lie to me?" Ah, kid, it's just one more betrayal of trust. I mean, come on. I mean, like, you know what happened to Mister Fishy? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Surprise! Yeah, we flushed that bitch down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you know, it's just it's an interesting thing, and you know, we it, it would be interesting to hear like what other people that are listening to us like what they have to say about it and what they do. Um, the hate well, mail is well, going to start rolling. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this, both of you guys, but Galani sure. specifically mentioned before you had kids, you were like, I want my kid to be the one walking around saying Santa Claus doesn't exist. So, but, but the way you guys are explaining it is it sounds like you guys are both just going to let it naturally play out. So right. are, are you even worried about the kid that walks around and says that, or are you just like, eh, if that's how she finds out, then I'm, I'm cool with it and we'll have the talk then. Yeah, that I mean I think that sums like, it up. Is you're not going to be mad at that no. that kid's Reddit parents? No. <laughs> All right, that's good. No, it's <laughs> it's one of those. It's it's. I mean, if it happens, I mean, I prefer to have for her to come to the conclusion on her own. Sure. It's just that she's critically thinking, and maybe the whole like, how does he get in, is the start of that. Yeah. Um, but if if that happens, then it's just you know, it, it's a turning into a life lesson of you know, sometimes you're going to hear things in a way that isn't intended. Like, that that's not what we had in mind. But we're gonna make the best of it, right? And, you know, and it's 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 part of a message like that. It was a, a four, five, seven year old may not understand, but when they get to be ten or eleven and they hear that consistently, like it just didn't happen the way we wanted, but we're gonna make the best of it. They know that the message is consistent. And that's ultimately what I want Ellie to have is the consistency. Like if we do something, there's a reason for it. We're not just arbitrarily choosing to tell her that Santa Claus is real so she can get. Pre- like the the crazy toy presents, right? Um, also, we we do have Santa Claus give uh, clothes, nice. And she like she got t shirts and shoes from Santa this year. That way, it's not just a oh, am I not gonna get? Because that's one of the concerns that kids seem to have is yeah. If I say that I don't believe in Santa, am I still gonna get the cool toys the next oh, day? Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And nope. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's a yeah, package it's deal. <laughs> m- more money in my pocket because <laughs> oh man, just. That my wallet weeps for this Christmas, um, but it's, you know, it, I want I want it to be, to be the balance. I mean, yeah, she got a lot more toys from Santa than she did from mom and dad, um, 
but it's just it's <laughs> mom and dad why are you guys so cheap <laughs> you gotta step up your game yeah, santa is killing it do you see what santa brought you need where are you <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Well, can right, i go we... live with santa let right. me tell you about that i'm just gonna bring the like... world crashing down on you i <laughs> mean oh, a little shit <laughs> we just we just watched four christmases have you guys seen that movie uh-huh. with vince vaughn and reese witherspoon mm-hmm. oh it's hilarious they oh, yeah. they have this tradition of skipping christmas because they go on a flight to like Fiji or somewhere and they're both from divorced homes and then their planes grounded and they have to go and hit every single family and they go and Vince Vaughn's dad's family is like trailer park really white trash and they don't know that there's a $10 cap and he brought every bought everybody nice presents and then so he gives like one of his brother's (laughs) sons and he's like an Xbox he's like how did you find an Xbox for $10 he's like uh I didn't know there was a cap he gives the other kid his present from his dad and it's a flashlight He's like, a flashlight? Is that it? And the dad's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, all right, well, my present from Santa better be straight cool. And Vince Vaughn goes, I doubt that. He's like, why? Is Santa cheap like my dad? And he's like, no, Santa is your dad. And the kid's like, what? <laughs> That's a great that was just like the best moment. And then the kid gets upset and he like strips and runs outside. And he's like, why is he stripping? He's like, when he can't express his emotions, he just takes off all of his clothes. What if it was kids and taking off clothes? I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Or if you're a child psychologist, we need an explanation on that. <laughs> but I just that scene cracks me up. Yeah. Present from Santa Baby, straight cool. I doubt that. Like Santa cheap like my dad. No, Santa is your dad. <laughs> that, that, that would be a great uh sister podcast of this is like a child psychologist that listens to the whole thing and tells us why like you guys are damaging your kids and like my ideas are ridiculous. <laughs> it's like funny. actually called detox. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Instead of like Instead of detox, detox. Yeah. yeah, so we're like being from where we're from with the accents that we have, it's like talks is the same as tox. Yeah. So it's deep yeah, anyway. Um we're, but yeah, so, we're down here in uh good old Texas. Yeah. Uh, we just want everybody to know that we're having a real good no, time. My wife gives me a really hard time. She'll be like, Do you mean hill or heel? Yeah. Like it's no, I, I want the sure hill of the bread. I had a hard time with skull and school. Just uh, a skull. I can't relate to that. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I always mess up on. Is it? I always say real instead of real. Oh, like R E E L versus R E A L. Yeah. Or horror. That's dude. Okay, I worked at Blockbuster for seven years. Sadly, (laughs) dark period of my life. I'm, I Side actually note. feel embarrassed. I well, just hey, admitted that it's, it's karma. They're not around anymore. But yeah, it was hard to say. Like that's in the, that's in the horror section. That's in the horror section. That's, yeah, that's in the horror section. Of it's there. like did you doing it for effect? It's in the horror section. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and, why he walked, worked yeah. at Blockbuster for seven years. But yeah, no, no, I, I get that one. Like the horror section, and it's like there's a slight second syllable on there. Yeah, yeah, but I know, like because Teresa's from St. Louis, so it's like. Yeah. I get it all the time. Did you mean this or oh, this? Oh, she has to say things crazy ways. Though. Her, her mom says oink for orange. Oink? Oink. Oink, like oh, O-I-N-J. That's that sounds I mean, terrible. Does she say crayon? She does say crayon. Okay. Like she doesn't she does say crown. People that say crown? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. So we just have our listener a bit. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's, we that's, only want you listening if you're just like us. <laughs> <laughs> one of us. One of us. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. But yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to revisit Christmas, you know, the, assuming that you guys don't fire me in the next year. Um, that I when, won't fire when you. Holidays. Yeah, Your kid I, might. Yeah. I, hey, I just have an entry-level position at this podcast, so. <laughs> I think we're all entry-level positions. At this I'm podcast. level two. 
Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, shit. I'm. I don't know how I got. I'm there. like a level zero farmer. I mean, just open the envelope and said you're level two. Oh, okay. Sweet. But it's um. But it'll be interesting to revisit like another year under our belts of you know how things have changed, how Ellie has changed from the whole thing, how Sylvie handles next year. Yeah. Yeah, that's Christmas. pretty optimistic. Yeah. Well. No, I'm just kidding. We, we have a pretty good track record. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So I guess that uh. So one of the things we're gonna do on the episodes is we're going to. Um, tell dad joke. Oh, before we get to that, can I okay. just two oh. quick questions on, sure. on holidays right before we okay. finish? Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. What, what is the worst part of the holiday season as being, like, like for being a dad? Like, as a dad, what was the worst part of the holiday season for you guys? Going to, like, doing shopping and then looking at the bank account afterwards and realizing, oh, I need to shuffle this around to that and... <laughs> it's the money. Oh, it's the so money. it's, uh, oh, let's put this on that credit card. You know, because like at work, like I actually got a like a, a an award that comes with a bonus. But I was told that apparently there was dragging of feet, and so that reward that, that bonus that we were counting on, that I so wisely went ahead and spent, isn't going to happen until like mid to late January. And so I was expecting a significant amount of money that was covering like what we were spending to happen now, and I'm not getting it. So yeah, so it'd be the money. Like it's just like wanting to to go all out and have a really good christmas for my kid and realizing that it's like oh we uh we kind of overreached this year i think i think for me uh especially this year it was not like folks so first of all i had no idea what i was going to get my wife for the longest time and then i did and i was like all right i got to get everything in on time getting everything in on time and then getting everything in for sylvie on time and then sitting back, relaxing, realizing we hadn't bought any gifts for any other family member. <laughs> you got tunnel vision. <laughs> and then and then you have like days and you're like, uh, did I miss the Amazon deadline? What am I going to do? Do I have to go to a store? What's going on? And you get creative. But yeah, that was for me was, I, all right, I got my family done. And then you sit back and go, I haven't bought gifts for my parents, her parents, this person, this person, this person. <laughs> and you're just like, uh, crap. Well, it's, Are, okay. I was going to say, so it, it actually kind of goes back to what you talked about earlier, how, you know, it's like this year you guys have kind of been like us first right. and then you'll get to everyone else. And so it, 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 it's a, it's a total shift of mindset to where it's like you think about your family, like your immediate family. Right. And not just immediate in the sense of mom, dad, brother, sister, but like your, your world. And then how that goes on to like the rest of your family and that part of your world and everything. And that's kind of the way that we are. It's like, I focus on all my family first and it's like, okay, what are we going to get our friends? What are we going to get? Right. All the different stuff. You right. know. So, conversely, as a dad, <laughs> what what was the absolute best part of this holiday season? I'll, I'll take this one first. So, for me, the best moment by far was being able to know... Well, to edit that out. <laughs> I stood up and knocked the chair back. Oh, nice. Sorry. Carry on. We're very organic with our recording podcast. We just kind of let everything happen here. No, no. I'm just a screw up. <laughs> No, for me, it was identifying what I knew Sylvie would like as her gift from Santa, being able to decide that with Amanda, finding a good deal on it, buying it, setting it out, <laughs> and then being able to videotape her coming in and seeing it. Mm. She was so excited. She was just saying, wow, cool to everything. She was like picking That's up awesome. a plate because we got her a plate kitchen. And so I was really sure she would like it. And she's just now starting to play pretend and just she was like plate wow cool cup wow cool and i just record like five minutes of that and i was like all right i should probably stop because 
I'm running out of space on my phone, but <laughs> it was, that was my favorite part. I was like anything I might've felt if I was tired, upset, or just, you know, being a Scrooge, like all went away. Totally worth it for that moment. Yeah. That was the best part for me. That's and then for me it was, so Ellie currently loves my little pony. Like <laughs> is obsessed. And so for the longest time she's been wanting oh, this crystal empire, like a little castle. That's some versions of the ponies or whatever. And she has been insistent. That's like that, that was the first thing she asked Santa Claus for when we said, "Do you want this Crystal Empire or the school dance?" Which was an, an, another line of figures for My Little Pony. She was always the Crystal Empire. It was a very there was no question as to what she wanted, and so we made sure to save that for last. And it's just like the 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 growing disappointment that what she was opening <laughs> wasn't every gift. Yeah, even like the big gifts, That's like because awesome. we found this one thing at Ross, and it's like. The Canterlot High, which is like the high school they go to. I don't know too much about My Little Pony now, but I'm not a brony. Just throwing that out there. Sure, sure. It's but okay. anyway, yeah. You're I'm dead. Sorry, we're going to yeah, reach a whole other subsection of people yeah. now. Yeah. But it's, so it's like we found that, and it was really cool because she has like the, the, the Barbie-style fi- figures. Um, so she opened that, and she thought that was the Crystal Empire because it was, it was huge. And then she opened the school dance, which we ended up finding like Amazon dropped it to like 10 bucks or oh, something wow, instead nice. of like the 30 it was normally. And then what's funny is after I bought it, they dropped it to six bucks, but whatever it's four bucks. I feel like if you say something to Amazon, they'll no. no, they used to, but they don't anymore. Oh, okay. Never Cause there was a, there was an actual app out there that would actively do that. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it doesn't. So I, I ended up Googling and they well, changed sucks. it in like March or May of this year. What? Yeah. Cause I mean, Amazon's so evil. I love them so yeah, much. Awesome. But anyway, and uh, so it's, so she opened that and then, she was just, there was a last present. It was big, and you just saw the look in her eye. And then when she opened it, and it's just, the, her voice reaches, like, grass-breaking breaking levels of, like, oh, high. Awesome. And it's just, she's so excited, and it's the multiple, this is the best best holiday ever. And it's just, it's, my little <laughs> Grinch heart grows a size, you know? That's awesome. And so, yeah, it was just the, the utter joy of seeing her get what she wanted. That's awesome. Um, is really, really cool, so... I also oh. I also like your story about saving it for last because it reminds me of like the people that throw a surprise party for their significant other, but also pretend that they forgot it was their birthday, oh, yeah. and then they <laughs> wait till like eight o'clock at night, and then it's like surprise! I've been pulling one over you all day. I feel like you have to really know the person you're doing it for for that yeah. to be okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally. But with the the Crystal but Empire yeah. thing, like Ellie would keep asking if I'd emailed Santa because that's that's what we do. Like that's communication. Yeah, yeah. Like she doesn't write a letter. She like we email because she can't write anyway. She should I um, message Santa. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, so what, what I thought about doing is going to go Tinder Santa real quick. Uh, and setting wow. up a oh, swipe right is uh, setting up like an email address. So like when she learns yeah. to type, the way she can send an email, but it'll come to me. Right. Um, but it's just like, did she, did, cause like, I want to get it. Did you email him? Are you sure you emailed him? It's in the so it's like, box. I had to pull the scent, you know, like oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I cool. pulled the picture up. I'm like, here's the, here's the picture. I'm not pulling the scent box up cause I didn't actually send an email cause I am Santa Claus. Like I'm Santa, but whatever. That's bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, oh, oh, you know, it's just, it's, it, yeah, it's all about the, the joy of, of, oh, yeah. of that kid, you know? And, absolutely. Um, I mean, it, it was cool to get my my build a bear Chewbacca that makes noise when you click his hand. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. yeah. Like, there's like seven different chewy noises. Oh, nice. That was also a highlight. That and my little uh, Funko Godzilla. I was so happy because I'm like, I saw it, and I'm Teresa's like, "What's the one present you'd be the saddest if you didn't get?" And I'm like, the "Little Funko Godzilla. It's like fifteen dollar present, but it made me so satisfied because I love Godzilla. Godzilla's nice. awesome, man. Yeah." I grew up watching all those films. Like they're so great, so bad. I mean, they're so bad, right? But it's like, but they're so same great, thing yeah. with like King Kong and the Planet of the Apes. Like, oh yeah, all that stuff is awesome. Yeah. And Amanda is like, I don't get it. And I'm like, I go and watch it with my dad, and we're just mesmerized. Like, this is amazing. Well, I like to, I like to do that to Teresa. I'll be like, 
blah 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 and insert a movie quote and I'm like but but you wouldn't have said that because you don't love movies and it just pisses her off because she enjoys movies but I'm like right. you don't find ways to work movie quotes into your conversation you don't like your life doesn't isn't like seriously affected by movies so you just don't love them as much as I do <laughs> and then I'm I get the evil eye and then sometimes I get hit and I hide the bruises with concealer was that a little too dark so moving on <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> But yeah, so, uh, so to, to, actually, there was something you want to do before dad jokes. Also, John, you mentioned. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do a regular segment called "Ask the Dads." We're gonna give you the opportunity to contact us and submit a question that that you'd like me to ask uh, Galan and Joe. Just sort of run around the table, um, but and we'll talk to you about how you can actually submit those to us in a little bit. But. Uh, this first question actually comes courtesy from my friend Krista when when she found out I was going to be on a podcast uh, talking about dad stuff. She wants to know, as dads, ha- have you had the opportunity yet to play the game Chocolate or Poop? Ah. That now this game, if in, if you couldn't derive <laughs> it from the self-explanatory uh, title, is. This is when you find your kid and they have some sort of mystery smudge on them somewhere, yes. and you have to try to determine what exactly it is. I, I'd like to know if one, have you guys <laughs> ran across this, and two, have, what's your SOP for like dealing with it? Uh, I just take my nose right up in that shit. Yeah, <laughs> smell just really you, smell test. I do. <laughs> you yeah, you lose all pretense for anything after a while, and um, my kid doesn't eat like really any chocolate, but she'll have a occasional but usually it's always shit and uh, but it's always for me it's always like you know have poop or no poop poop or no poop and gotcha. so i'll just be like i'll try and check but if she's just being wiggly just big old whiff and be like yep, yep. poop that's, and it's spreading that, that's yes. the thing is like Teresa. i used to be embarrassed by it but it's like we'd yeah. be in the store and she would just pick ellie up like out of the basket sniff her ass yeah. And be like, oh, yep, she pooped. Or you do it and you're yeah. like, oh, they're smelling. And you check and it's just a fart or whatever. Right. Because you're like, my daughter inherited her father's gift of flatulence. And nice. man, she has some, God bless whoever she ends up with later in your, life. Because that's four, just, your four-year-old daughter has some man-sized farts. <laughs> dude, and she's proud of them too. Like, <laughs> that's odd. Well, she should be. Yeah. But it's like, so uh, uh, Teresa would just pull her up, sniff, and then put her, and then we decide yeah. a course of action. So I, eventually I got desensitized and I just got to the point where, I would pull her up and sniff. So I'd, yeah. be, I'd be embarrassed for that too. And then, but then you know, you, it's true. You realize you, you, it's apparent. You just get to the point where you just have no shame about you, certain things. You get to a point where you have zero fucks, and you're just like, whatever. We're still PG thirteen, yep. by the way. Oh, are we? No, we're not. Yeah, because oh, only one. Only one. You're allowed oh, yeah, one. So you're oh, good. was that it? That was it. Ding ding. Yeah, I did say effing, but they use that in Harry Potter, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah it's fine. But uh, but you know, that's a good yeah. point. So yeah, so um, and so what we do now is. Another segment or another regular thing we're going to do is ongoing, like a dad joke. Oh, nice. Yeah, which, by the way, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, but you should submit your dad jokes to us, and uh, we'll we'll hopefully feature one of those yep. on every episode of the podcast, yep. too. Yeah, we'll give you a shout-out. So, but this time, for episode one, I have two dad jokes. Nice. I have a couple for you as well. All right. And these are all compliments of the internet, right? These are compliments of the internet, because I, I, I have dad jokes, but they, they come out naturally. I can't think of them off the top of my head. And it's just because my sense of humor is is the dad's sense of humor even before I was a dad. It's really sad. It's okay. I'm right there with you. Yep. So the question, why did the old lady fall in the well? That's, I don't know. Because she didn't see that well. (laughs) It's a dad joke. It is. That's a dad joke. Why do scuba divers fall backwards off the boat? 
Uh, why? Because if they fell forward, they'd still be on the boat. Oh, my God. That, that is a total dad joke. That is a total oh dad God. joke. All right, I, I have a couple for you. All right, go for it. Um, all right, what does the annoying pepper do? I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. It gets jalapeno face. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah, that's terrible. And and one one final one here. Uh, how many apples grow on a tree? I don't know. How many? All of them. Oh wow. Jalapeno man, a, I'm gonna use. Is that, that the one? Okay, that's the one. That's the winner. All right. Cool, cool. It gets jalapeno face. Yep. Yep. So. Oh, so dude. there you go. Our dad jokes of the hear, week. I can hear the groans from yep. here. But, but there will, <laughs> there will be millions the, of voices suddenly cried out. Like, <laughs> uh, but there will be the occasional people that will listen to that and they will crack up because yes. that is right up their alley of yes. humor. Well, I like to think we're providing a public service and now they can take those jokes and spread them <laughs> yes. to their groaning families. More yes. like you're welcome, America. So essentially, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, that we're should a, be the name of that. Segment. We're a virus because it's like yeah. we. Okay, awesome. I'm down for that. Totally. Um, so, Galan, how would people submit things to us? That is a really good question. So, it's kind of going to be an ongoing thing. So, um, now that we're at the 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 end of our episode, um, <laughs> collective sigh of relief. Yeah. So, of course, we have an email address. We have currently detoxpodcast uh, at gmail dot com. So that's D T A L K S. Um, we have a, a Twitter at detoxpodcast, Facebook at facebook dot com detoxpodcast. You can send us some messages there. Um, you can email us, uh, you can, you know, direct message us or, or however Twitter works. I'm not the Twitter expert by any means. Yeah. So you can tweet at us. You can like us on Facebook. You can go ahead and, you know, shoot us an email if you want to. We've pretty accessible, but yeah, it's yeah. at detox D T A L K S podcast on all of our platforms. Yes. Yeah. All of our platforms. Okay. Yep. Um, and then, so we also, uh, have a Patreon too. Um, that I don't know how page necessarily like the, I don't know if it's patreon.com slash detox podcast, but we'll have a link yes. um, <laughs> to make it much easier. We'll find out. I, I'm fascinated by the whole thing, but I'm still relatively new to it. Um, but so we, we, we set it up. So, um, there are some things that there are some curtain tiers on there. So when it comes to the Patreon stuff, like we're definitely open to your feedback. Um, you know, if there's tiers, there's stuff in there that, you're looking to see that we're not including, then by all means, give us feedback. Let us know. Um, we appreciate your support either way. If you want to join Patreon and become a patron of the show, that's awesome. If not, we still appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Right. Because um, ultimately, you know, to steal something that um, from the podcast that John and I was on previously is ultimately like part of the fun of doing a podcast is reaching other people and, and making that connection with, with our listeners. So if you enjoy what we do, um, and, and you listen, you take the time to listen to us and put and fight through my part of the show, then uh, we greatly appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so there'll, there'll all be all the links and all that, all that fun stuff. Yeah. And then uh, on, on the site too, like we Sweet. should have detox, detoxpodcast.com right. as more of a central hub. Running soon. Yep. Yeah, totally. yep. So hopefully by the time that this show launches, we'll have that um, and everything. So yeah, we welcome any communication you have, feedback. And then, um, yeah, so the, the next episode. Um, I'm not quite sure what we'll talk about, but it'll be something. Let's just make let's make something up right now. Yeah, let's uh, just decide what the what it's going to be. What about 
yeah, I was hoping something would come to me as soon as I said that. Nothing, but we have a list, so we will pull from that list and. So next up, something really great. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gonna can't... be so awesome, guys! It's so, so awesome, awesome we can't tell you about it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's. Totally... But yeah, thank you for taking the time, yes. uh, sitting through the episode with us. Um, hope you enjoyed what you hear. Hope you, hopefully there's something you can relate to or yeah. a different perspective to look at. And like like we said, we welcome your perspectives and. Uh, you telling us that we're doing everything wrong. Just don't be a psychologist breaking us down. Right. Or if you want to, that's fine, but you can be a guest on our show and do it in person. Yeah. Yeah. We'll (laughs) figure all that out. Totally. Totally. All right. Keep dadding. I'm trying a few of these out. How's keep dadding? Keep dadding. Detox with detox? Yeah. How about be a better dad? Oh, man. Don't dad like like Galan? Hashtag be a better dad. Oh, we're hashtagging now? I don't know. Hashtag. You ha- you, if you're gonna, if, what was that? I have no idea. If you're gonna be on Twitter, you got a hashtag. Oh, so yeah, hashtag be a better dad. I think that can be the hashtag of the episode. Hashtag be a better dad. Awesome. Yep. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for listening. All right. Peace. Peace.